The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Outdoor Recreation Archive, a collaboration between OPDD and USU Special Collections to preserve the history and print materials of the people, products, and brands of the outdoor industry. Follow the archive at Outdoor Rec Archive on Instagram. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode, we share a conversation with Evie Moe, formerly the VP of Design at Cotopaxi, that originally took place on Instagram Live in 2020. Evie is now the Senior Director of Apparel at Hoka, but the discussion about how to be creative seemed timeless and valuable today. Enjoy. Well, I, maybe we can just dive in. I know people are joining right now. We'll probably have people trickling in. But, uh, yeah, we thought it would be fun to just get together and talk a little bit about, especially, you know, a company like Cotopaxi and yourself as the VP of design. Like, what does product mean to you right now and, and, and design in general and considering everything that, that we're facing? And thought maybe this would be a good time to just get together and feel a little inspired, feel a little a little empowered, Um you know, and Cotopaxi being the company that, that I think of when I think of like empowerment and, and, you know, doing good, that slogan of yours just is what we need right now. Um, and how do you, how do you take product? And how do you take design and, and do good in the world with that, especially right now? So I thought it would be fun to, today to talk a little bit with Heavy Mo, the VP of design with Cotopaxi. Uh, thanks. Thanks for taking some time. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll go through some questions, just kind of talk about, you know, first of all, how you're doing, what's your life <laughs> like right now, um, get into some design product questions, and then maybe have a little Q and A at, at the end. But, uh, first of all, how are you doing? What are you, what are you facing right now? How are you feeling? Oh gosh. You know, I think that it's just been interesting. Like, I feel like it's different from week to week and different from day to day. And so, yeah, some weeks I'm like, this is great. I mean, okay, so for all of the introverts out there, I'm sure you can agree with me. We feel like we're made for this. We're like, I love being home. I love being swallowed up on the couch or, you know, being able to go for hikes nearby and being home. Like I'm thriving in that. And then other weeks I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really hard. And so for me, it just kind of depends on, what happens to be going on um, that week. And I'm trying to just have a little bit of grace to know that not every day is going to be the same. And, you know, I'm going to have a good day and have a hard day and just try to like be okay with that. Know that the hard days will pass and the sun will always come out again. Um, So yeah, just trying to have more flexibility with that. So yeah, it depends. Like one week I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I'm great. And then, you know, some weeks I, I call it my like, I want to kill all the things week. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. like everything just kind of gets to you. And, um, you know, you just have to figure out, like, how do you take care of yourself 
in those times to try to be as normal and stay as sane as possible. Right. Oh, totally. I think, man, I felt this way when, when, you know, I started working from home and, and all of this started to break out. I, I kind of took that approach, right? Like I need to kill, you know, kill it. I need to just go. go, <laughs> yeah. go. And uh, you could easily burn yourself out doing that. Right. Um, and I think it's nice to, like you said, just realize you just kind of got to go with the wave or ride the wave um, go, you know, work when you're feeling creative, like just kind of ride that wave and know how to take care of yourself. And um, don't feel like you have to take this time to completely just go, go, go. I don't know if oh you felt gosh. that. Grace has been like a big word for me of just like having more grace with myself or more grace with other people that if that is you, then that's amazing. If it's not, that's okay. You know? Yeah. So how do you, I mean, with like personal turmoil going on, like professional, you know, uncertainty, like, how do you stay motivated? Um, you know, having to put certain things on hold, like, how do you stay motivated with all of this going on? Yeah, I, I've i been trying to find for me, like, new routines because I love having just, like, a rhythm to my life and a routine. Um, so something that's as of probably the last, like, three to four weeks um, is just doing a morning walk every morning. So my fiance and I will do a walk through the neighborhood. Um, and that just feels like a great way to reset. It feels super fresh in the morning and it just sets me up and I, I know what to expect. It's kind of like my commute. <laughs> what my commute used to be, I'm doing a morning walk. Um, so that really helps a lot. I try to get into the outdoors as much as possible. So, you know, looking for the silver linings before I was commuting, 45 minutes to an hour each way every morning and and at the end of the day so i'm using that time to go for a walk or in, at the end of the day go for a hike nearby um so i'm super thankful for the opportunity to be able to do that um yeah i would say uh getting outside is my number one thing staying motivated um again back to that feeling of grace you know some some days it's like really easy to focus and have a lot of quiet time and you feel inspired and motivated and you can think about doing something super creatively. Other days it's harder to be focused, whether it's like, you know, something happening in your personal world or, or um, the news or family or whatever. And it's really nice to have just in, in regards to work, it's nice to have some things that feel just very like task driven that I can just do and don't have to feel super creative and I can get them done and feel great about getting them done and then have time for creativity and things that are more outside the box. So I really appreciate right now in my life, I have both of those things, you know, always that I have tasks to do. And so I'm able to like flip back and forth between those, um, depending on just like how focused or what, what that day feels like. So how do you, like, how, how do you physically like allow yourself some of that routine and that structure when it sounds like you're working from home, companies working from home. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Um, how do you allow yourself to do that? It, you, you mentioned going on a walk and that's kind of simulates your commute, right? Yeah. How else have you found ways to like structure your life or, yeah. or get yourself into a mindset? I, and I have been this way for quite a, like over five years, but um, I'm very much into like protecting my time and time management. Um, and for me, sometimes if I like look at all of the things I have to do, I can get really overwhelmed. 
<laughs> with finding the time to do them or just like carving out that time and feeling focused. So my favorite uh, trick is really to schedule out my calendar for all of the specific things I have to do. So like Monday morning, I look at everything that I have planned or even, you know, a lot of times that ends up being like a week out and I'll be like, okay, what, what's everything that I have going on? And I block out my calendar for those specific things so that then I can say, you know, sometimes you look at your to-do list and it feels overwhelming. It's like, no, I don't need to worry about the whole list because I know that I put time on my calendar later in the week to do that. And if I have to flex and, you know, cancel or move times or something becomes more urgent, I can do that. But it kind of puts my mind at ease to know that I will get to that thing and there's a specific time for it. And right now, all I need to worry about is this one thing and I'm going to take an hour or two hours and just focus on this and let my mind not worry about the other stuff. So for me, that's really been one of the most helpful things. And then just having as much routine as possible. And then the days where I need to feel really creative. Um, you know, for me, I uh, sometimes when you're working on either like design work or a future season, uh, you need time to let your mind wander and let yourself research and kind of explore new ideas. And so I try to block out an entire day of just creative time. And um, like, I like to create a mood in my house <laughs> for, for those things. So for me, it's like putting on a certain playlist, um, a certain tempo to feel a certain way in the mornings. If I want to feel super meditative and calm, like I burn incense and I put on a certain kind of music and hopefully the sun is out. And that's like a, a magical kind of mixture for me of feeling creative. Um, so, so yeah, I think having the ability and having a team that respects that where you can say, Hey guys, I need to be offline today. I need to work on, you know, my kickoff for the next season and everyone totally gets it and respects it. That's amazing to have that. I, I feel like, um, I mean, through this experience, one thing that I've learned, right, is like how to just be more empathetic, like more adaptable, more flexible. Have you, have you seen that in yourself? Like working with a team, managing a team as the VP of design, like what have you learned about just being adaptable and like, and, and being empathetic, right? And understanding yeah. of people need their time. They need to figure, like, build their own routines. What's what's that been like for you in your role as, as like, senior, senior leadership? Yeah. I mean, I was just talking about this this morning with both my boss and then someone on my team of, you know, having more grace with yourself, more empathy with yourself to know that before, you know, pre-COVID and then during COVID, like, business it's not business as usual and um you just have to figure out what that looks like and be okay with it whether it's you know different um working at different times having more flexibility and just figuring things out um and then also realizing you know like i was saying i feel like a lot of us on the team we talk about like you have a good week and a hard week and or a good day and a bad day and knowing that like even though we're all experiencing this together which is so unique that we're all experiencing this crazy thing together. We're also experiencing it in different ways at different times. So like, you know, I might have a great day. Well, you may not be having a great day. Um, so just trying to communicate that with each other as much as we can and ask for help um, and just be really vulnerable about where we're at. 
um, so that the team can understand. You know, I shared with my uh, leadership team, we were on a call yesterday and I was like, I'm having one of those weeks. And it just felt good to say it. And then everyone can know like, okay, like you're having a hard week. And, you know, then you can just be there for each other and encourage each other when, when you're having a good day and they're having a hard day. So um, as much like communication as we can do with each other, as much vulnerability as we can share, I think really just helps everyone to realize that we're all going through it in different ways. Right. I, I hope that that's one thing that we can take away, right? It's just that empathy, uh, that understanding, like that ability and like being comfortable, like letting yourself be vulnerable. I think I, I've seen that. And maybe this is like a superficial way of, you know, measuring that, but the amount of Instagram lives, right? Yes. Like, this one included, right? Like the top <laughs> is just all lives now. And, and those are all people, including myself, who have like never done it before. Right. And so I think more, more and more people are just more willing to put themselves out there and talk about their feelings and what they're going through. And overall, you know, what are the impacts that's going to have like on, on us as human beings and people. Right. But, and then like how that would trickle through to design. I, you know, I can only imagine what, what that'll do for a team and bringing a team together. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you felt that. How's, how's your team responded to all of this and, and what's that experience been like for you all? Yeah, our team has been so great. I feel really grateful that Codopaxi was already set up, at least like technology-wise. You know, we use Slack often for communication. Um, so there's definitely like that feeling of connection even more than email because you can see someone typing and, um, you know, people are pretty efficient in their responses. And then we were already had zoom set up and it was a very like comfortable thing for the company. So transitioning from being in person to being at home and having that technology as much as like, I'm kind of, you know, over zoom right now, but I'm also so thankful for it because it's allowing us to do our jobs. Um, and then, Certain parts of the team have been so amazing because, uh, you know, we have a lot of stuff we can do virtual and we're figuring it out and everyone is just getting creative and solving problems in different ways. Um, but then we have some things that we need to do in person or see samples or have a fitting. And we were, you know, I think we started working from the middle of March and looking forward, we were like, okay, well we can do a lot of stuff virtual until about the middle of April, which is when our first protos come back for uh, our fall 21 season. And I was nervous about how we were going to work through that. And Corey, who will be on the show with you in a few weeks, um, she was so awesome to put, she had the mannequins uh, brought to her house and then she took photos of every proto and every angle. She even put some stuff on, you know, um, herself and she was doing photos on, on body and then did a whole deck for us to see like all of the product with all of the comments and the notes. It was so thorough and it just made the process so much better to the point where you're like, wow, I mean, we could be virtual for a while if we had to. Um, and then we've been just like transporting samples if we need to back and forth between our houses to see them in person and then regrouping. So the team has been so encouraging and great to just like be available, go above and beyond, figure out a creative way to make it work um, and just be flexible with like how we get things done. Right. Absolutely. Um, we kind of, you know, the, the whole, um, just how this conversation started was this idea of, well, Cotopaxi, you make gear for good, right? And and our thought was, 
how does that change in the age of COVID and, and everything we're facing? Um, you know, what does that mean right now for, for the company? And, and does, do you think about product differently considering what, you know, working in a remote team, you know, everything in general just seems a lot smaller, right? Like you know, yeah. our struggle, you know, whatever it is, like everything's gotten smaller in a way um, because of this, you know, this global crisis has kind of brought everyone together. Um, but in some ways, how do you feel like product is, is still so important, right? And, and how do you think about yeah. design? What, what are your thoughts around, around product and how we can, you know, as, as creatives, as product designers, how do, you, how do you stay motivated to make good products that have positive impact on the world? Yeah. I mean, I think that um, when all of this started happening and the trend resources that, um, that we use at Cotopaxi and seeing kind of what was coming out and the information, um, you know, the brand was already focused on doing good and sustainability, uh, paving a different way for a product and, and building product with a purpose, whether it's repurposed materials or building something that really feels like, um, you know, there's a need for it um, and doing, doing more with less, really. So those were a lot of the tenets that we already believed as a brand. Um, and the thing that I'm thankful for is that even during the time of COVID, like all of that just feels even more important. And I'm so thankful to work for a brand that that's already a part of what we believe and what our purpose is. Um, and I think, you know, for me as a consumer and thinking about like the place for product right now, I, I mean, uh, I would say behavioral spending, like everyone is is spending less or reevaluating their priorities or thinking, you know, okay, so I have this much money, you know, what do I want versus what do I need? And of the things that I need, where do I want to buy that? Like, where do I want to, where do I want to spend my money? And so you're reconsidering what are my values? Am I spending my money in a place that lines up with my values? And it feels really good to be a part of a brand that I can say, what, what my values are and what I believe in totally line up with the brand and the product that we're building. Um, and then, you know, the purpose of product, I think um, definitely things that serve a purpose, whether that's like they're purposeful in what we do as a brand of like giving back or providing employment um, for certain areas, you know, or like the, the uh, more local refugees that we help employ, creating job opportunity, creating economy and doing good at the same time. It's such a special, awesome thing that we do. Um, but, you know, product in and of itself, even, um, I don't know. I, I, you know, if you're, if you're a person that loves product or you love your clothes or you love the way that they make you feel or they comfort you or they cheer you up and they inspire you, like clothes can really transform the way that you feel and I feel like there's never been a time more where we need to be comforted or we need to be inspired, whether that's, you know, inspired to be happy through color or inspired by this great new item to get out for a hike or a bike ride or a run or whatever it is. You know, there's never, for me, there's never not going to be a time when we need to be inspired and encouraged. And I think that clothes and packs, that product can really do that. That's awesome. I, I feel inspired just hearing that. Um, <laughs> but what, what do you feel like, um, I guess some specific things that, that you see that, that, you know, you're a part of the companies do 
um, not only the, the products that you're working on and, and being very conscious around, does this product, do we need to make this? Like, is this even something that we need to create? Um, outside of that, um, and it, you mentioned working with refugees, um, making sure that your supply chain is, is safe and, and yep. good condition there, especially with everything happening now that's more and more important. Can you speak to a couple of the things that Taxi is working on to, um, to do good in the world, you know, through product? Yeah. Um, so yeah, in addition to uh, the work with refugees um, that work uh, locally, we have our repairs program. So they're employed that way, which is awesome because you're creating that job opportunity, but then also, uh, you know, increasing the longevity of product, which we believe in. Um, and then we also have the handwritten thank you notes that go with every purchase. Um, someone writes a handwritten thank you note encouraging them to adventure on. Um, so that's amazing. Um, some projects that we've been working on that some are public and some are, we're in the midst of working on, but I can talk about them, um, are the face masks, which, you know, it's been amazing to see even from the beginning of this, like the amount of resources and the people that are just shifting and transitioning from, you know, especially there are some large brands that are making things in the USA and they've shifted production from whatever they were doing before um, to helping health workers or mass. So it's been great to see how many brands are rallying behind that. Um, so at Codopaxi, we have two projects that we've been working on um, to just shift and really help. I think that's great. Um, I think what you said about masks is especially important, right? If this is something that, that you know, we certainly need to wear and, um, to protect other people, protect ourselves, um, and it's something we need to do in the future. Why not make it something that like speaks to, to your personality and is something that you can put on? And I, I, I appreciate Codapack fully embracing that, right? If you're going to wear it, yeah. um, and you should, like, make sure it's something that, that you enjoy, right? Um, yeah. or at least like shows some of your personality. Um, can you speak a little bit more to, to the slogan here for good? You know, for those who might not know, like it, that is like a core value of the company. And I just think you know, product for good, you know, making product for good, it's, it's just so important, especially right now. And, and, you know, through face masks, that they can, um, you know, ensuring a, a safe supply chain, um, employing refugees. I mean, you're just doing so, so many things that embody that slogan. Can you speak more to that? Yeah. So Annie, um, who's our director of brand marketing and impact, she leads up so much of, of what, you know, how this comes to life for our brand. Um, so she's constantly involved on the supply chain side, but gear for good has so many different meanings. You know, part of it is, um, creating product that has high quality that will last. So gear for good as in, you know, for a long time and having quality product, um, and then also having a commitment to repairs. So if something needs to be repaired or replaced that instead of getting a new thing, you can repair that. Um, so that's one part of it. And then the other part of it, um, having the sustainability in the materials that we're using. And then as, um, you know, the supply chain partners that we're choosing and Annie is amazing to work through what that looks like, the highest standards that we have, ensuring compliance, um, working with fair trade factories. As you guys know, we're, a, or if you don't know, we're a certified B Corp. Um, 
so so that is so amazing um and then she also we launched um officially the brand has always had a given back component and annie launched the uh, cotopaxi foundation um so you know the give the give back component whether it's um and what's amazing during the COVID time she just kind of shared an internal report with us of how much give back is happening you know we're giving back one percent um of what we're selling and then we also through the website allow people to give donations and our donations have been up so much during this time so it's just amazing to see the heart of people and giving back and um yeah i think that uh, the other part that annie really does well is just like finding the channels um that we want to give back to and making sure that they're relevant and they feel brand right and that they really make an impact so she's way more eloquent speaking to it than i am um but but yeah that's the high level gear for good well, that's something that I've always appreciated about the company, right? It's it's not just making more stuff for, you know, just because. Um, it's making stuff to solve real problems and, and you know, alleviate poverty, provide opportunities, um, help people get outside. Right? It's it's all with a purpose. Um, and hopefully that, that inspires people here today, you know, creative or not, right? People who want to make things that matter. I think that's that's important. And, and especially right now, it's that's what we need, right, is... is uh, you know, people creating uh, positive things in the world. Um, you know, maybe something, you know, for people to, to take away from this, what do you feel like, um, you know, as a designer, as a creative a, a, you know, person in your position, what do you feel like people can do, you know, t- or take away from this to solve real problems or, or you know, use design and product um, for positives? Like, how can people go out and leave this and, and actually contribute? coming out of this and you know what what we can all do to encourage each other um through this time of you know chaos and so much going on i think it's just so important to figure out how to take care of yourself first um kind of like when you're on the airplane and they tell you you know if the airplane ever is going down put your mask on first and then put a mask on on your loved one or the person sitting next to you. So just thinking about how can I keep myself safe? What can I do to make sure that I'm sane and healthy? Um, and then encourage the people around you, whether it's your family, your friends, your coworkers, um, for whatever kind of time that they're going through. Um, and then, yeah, when it comes to the product side, I think just um, – you know, if you have the ability to make things yourself or repair things or um, be that source of design and inspiration for your friends or your family or your company, um, thinking of ways to be creative, like not even necessarily product related, but just, you know, there are so many problems that arise right now. And um, I think just being someone that can be solution oriented and think creatively and outside of the box for your company or your home life of how you might solve a problem. Um, And then I think when it comes to product decisions and kind of moving through this, not losing sight of during this time, we're evaluating our priorities and what we want to contribute to. And um, I think that that can be something that we just take with us moving forward into the future. I think um, kind of overall, like we're, we're being more present than ever before, right? Mm-hmm. And, 
Um, and I think that's something that we can definitely take and, and be a little more conscious, a little more deliberate about anything, that, whether that's a product decision or whatever it might be, or, or a relationship, whatever. On a personal note, what have you learned about yourself throughout this experience? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think you like learn so much about how you handle stress and like, you know, what works or what doesn't work. Um, back to like being an introvert, you know, that I am such an introvert. So I would think like, oh, getting to be at home for a really long period of time, that could be wonderful. Um, but I've realized too how much I do love that human interaction and how much I miss it. And as much as I appreciate Zoom and I appreciate um, Slack and I appreciate like all of the technology and the FaceTime, like there's nothing that can replace a hug from a best friend, you know, and like having that contact. So it just makes you like appreciate, um, you know, whether it's like time with your friends or time traveling. I started thinking about, I had a birthday during this time in April and I was thinking back to, um, where have I been for my last like five birthdays? And I got to be on a trip every single birthday before this year. And I was like, whoa, I will never take that for granted again. You know, just being able to travel and get out and be with people you love and experience things. Um, I, I'm just realizing how much of that, I knew that it was a part of me and I knew that I loved it, but even how much more I love it. Right, that's awesome. One question was, you know, for any designers, um, how do you, I guess, what, what would you recommend for designers who have extra time? Like, what, what would you recommend that they work on? Like, you know, they've got extra time. Do, do you spend time designing? Um, you know, what would you recommend? I think figuring out what makes you feel the most creative, the most inspired, and the most fulfilled. Um, you know, uh, working in design, like, especially when you are in design on the corporate side and, you know, maybe I, I've been in the industry almost 20 years, you can get away from doing the hands-on work because you're working with amazing partners that execute your vision and your design and your dream. Um, I pulled back out my sewing machine, you know, six, six weeks ago when all this happened and ordered a bunch of fabric, <laughs> um, working through vintage patterns and like getting back to who I was almost when I was little, you know, like I, I've been sewing since I was 10. So, um, figuring out what are those things that kind of like ground you and connect you back to your creativity, whether that's making or sewing or working on a project um, or getting more time in the outdoors. Like for me, I found the outdoors is one of the most um, just like getting the fresh air, getting a bigger perspective because like you said, like life feels kind of small. So getting into a place where I feel like I have a bigger perspective to be inspired um, so a lot of times I'm doing like a hike and then I'm coming home and doing sketching or concepting um, or like starting to work on my future season work. Um, so I think that like what you do during this time, just getting a, into a quiet time and a quiet space where you can really evaluate what's going to make me feel creative, fulfilled and inspired. And I'm going to try that and do that and, and protect that time and make space for it. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And and kind of going back to what you said earlier, not feeling like you have to just go, go, go. And and if you're not using this time, wasting it, you're getting behind, 
we're all it's kind of a level playing field at this point right yeah. so just about you know what what you need to do and take care of yourself um any other quick tips about you know how to stay motivated and and then i think we'll wrap it there but um any other quick tips that you have? oh i think just like it, figuring out what that what that mood looks like and you know uh i mean i love that like i said like creating my mood where I have my music and I have my incense and I have like everything in my home environment that, that can make me feel like really calm, grounded, but also inspired. Um, I think reaching out to, you know, your, your friends that are also in the industry or designing and just like spending time creating together. Um, something that I did with the design team, um, we did an inspiration trip back in November to Santa Fe and Taos. And we went and visited Meow Wolf while we were there. And we did like an artist, I can't remember, like art therapy, basically. We did an art therapy class. And the thing that they did at the beginning of the art therapy class was um, mandalas. So we had a circle and then, you know, all kinds of artistic tools, markers, watercolor, uh, pencils. And basically you could create something within the mandala, um, whatever you wanted to. And then we all do that for 10 to 15 minutes. And then we hold it up and we talk about it. And we talk about what it means and what it's representing for you during that time. And um, I've done that with the design team since we got back um, over Zoom virtually. And it was great because I think sometimes you can forget, you know, just again, kind of going back to some things that inspired you when you were a kid um, or that felt really creative. And so it was something that we could do together, make the time and make the space for it, and then have it relate back to whatever we happen to be going through and feeling. And it's great to have something tangible um, and be able to look at it and remember like, oh, that week I created this. Um, so, so yeah, that's another thing that, that we really enjoyed as a team. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I've heard that before. We, uh, you know, I had a conversation with one of the senior uh, creatives under armor recently. And he said, yeah, I've started breaking out, you know, all my analog tools, you know, I've been, yeah. and it was nice to just uh, go back to the analog a little bit. So, um, I, I think that's, that's really, really impactful and nice to just be able to make something with your hands. Like you said, something that, yeah, the next day you yeah. can come and see something that you created and, and feel, you know, happy with that and fulfilled. So I think that's great. Great tip. Um, well, with that, I know you've got a lot that you're juggling. Um, you have a lot going on. Thanks for taking some time and sharing with us, uh, you know, what you're doing to continue Cotopaxi's mission, making care for good, and uh, appreciate your thoughts and insights. Thank you, Chase. Thanks for the time. Yeah, of course. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Thanks for listening to the Highlander Podcast. For more conversations with outdoor leaders, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, watch episodes on the Outdoor Product Design and Development YouTube channel, or on opdd.usu.edu slash podcast. Follow along on Instagram at USU Outdoor Product and let us know how you're enjoying the show.